I just would love to have a bedtime conversation about a movie. Oh, please, Mary Poppins, can we talk about your movie where you return? Please, Mary Poppins, oh, can please. we please talk It'd about be so Mary good, Poppins Mary Poppins. Returns, where you, Mary Poppins, return? Oh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary please. Poppins. Mary. Oh, I suppose there's no harm in it. <laughs> Uh, on the second Wednesday is when her world gets topsy turvy, right? Yep. Um, now Wednesday. is it ev- so? She mean every, every other Wednesday or the second Wednesday of every month? Is it every other Wednesday or is it the second Wednesday of every month? Yeah, because be clear with your words; they matter. They matter. <laughs> Precision <laughs> topsy language. Turvy. Yeah. Turvy. You, you know who would hate topsy turvy? Is that her name? I don't even know. Her name is cousin topsy. Oh, cousin, cousin topsy. topsy. Yeah. Or yeah. like Topanakatox or something. It was. Like it was a really like long, a long. Yeah. 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 She wasn't a dinosaur. No, <laughs> but she's it not was a Topanakatox. Topanakatox. <laughs> whatever you yes. said. <laughs> it's rumored that they had fat deposits and feathers. <laughs> the Turbosaurus. Yep. Fat deposits uh, and feathers. The characters from The Giver. I, that's all I remember about the movie The Giver. Okay, is movie The Giver is the movie The Giver. You saw that? I saw that. I didn't Oof, see that. I saw it. I didn't see it. I, actually, Meryl Streep was in that movie. She too. was. She yeah. was. Meryl Streep's character from The Giver would hate Meryl Streep's character from Mary Poppins Returns because one of the things that they were the most obsessed with was precision of language. That was like a thing that they kept saying to each other all the time. They emphasized that more in the movie than they did in the book. I'd imagine, but yeah. But that was a part yeah. of the dystopia was like, don't say something if you don't mean it. And it was a way to censor ideas, to be like, no, 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 you don't feel bad. You feel three or you feel like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hang on. So they're ver- I know your example is probably <laughs> yeah. not hey, what they it's said not in the a movie. at all. <laughs> but like, I like to imagine that they're like... Now we're removing all abstractions. Everything is numbers, but the number <laughs> but is the an abstraction number, yeah. of the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it takes the precision of language in the opposite direction. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. So, it wasn't numbers, but it was something like I, I, I don't. Who knows? Yeah, Since yeah. I don't know, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So was the movie very much as much like the Giver Games as it seemed to feel? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's there were sucks. there were like chase scenes in drones like it was not the giver yeah. it was wasn't J- uh, jeff uh, bridges was the one who like really wanted that he's been made. trying to make yeah. that for like 20 and he years was super bummed out yeah. he really did a great job yeah like the giver stuff was good the yeah, scenes with the giver in it the, the way that they did his house and all that taylor swift was in it which was stupid and i did not like yeah. wait taylor swift was in that she was a ghost oh <laughs> taylor so swift played a ghost so cats is not her acting debut no no uh, although maybe it was just like footage from a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> maybe she didn't do any acting. I don't know. Either way. Uh, it was Taylor Swift as herself. Sucked. Just use the same bullshit. technology as they did with Tupac at Coachella. Exactly. Yeah. But with T Swift, <laughs> even though she's oh, still alive. Well, she is a still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, undoubtedly. She's, she is a still alive. As far as I know. Or is she a memory? 
<laughs> that's nice Jennifer Hudson's version of Memories is the only good part about that trailer yeah because she's like singing her heart out and I'm like god damn it Jennifer you should not be a, you should be in Nobody a better should have done version this to you. of this yeah <laughs> so who did this to you it was Tom Hooper Tom Hooper did this to you <laughs> Tom Hooper god is a monster it, and needs to be Jennifer. stopped Tom Hooper should be cancelled not because he did anything objectionable to anyone in real life that we know of but because his movies are a crime on people yeah <laughs> He's visually stunted. Yes. Aww. He's he's yeah, ruining true. these people. Yep. Oh man. It's it's a shame. It's irresponsible. It's irresponsible and I condemn it in the strongest terms. You hear that? T H? You're going down. T hoops. T hoops. Also, feel free to come on the pod whenever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next yeah. week uh, we're gonna be doing cats, the trailer. Uh, a series of critical context. Uh, we could probably Blank talk for three hours. An episode that's a comparison of the Lion King with the cats trailer. Yep. <laughs> doing, it's an emergency pod they recorded like last night or something like that yeah. that they're putting up on Sunday. That's yeah. important. It's, I'm glad they're doing the Lord's work. Yes. Exactly. Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode of this show, we watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. We watched the movie, and we knew we were going to talk about it, but we didn't know how we were going to talk about that movie. Movie. I don't know why. I said it like that. I am now a robot. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've been roboticized like Sonic the Hedgehog's uncle. Um, If you saw the title of this movie and were like, oh, it's a sweet little podcast about a family film, I'm sorry. Uh, it is a sweet little podcast about a family film that also features a lot of adult language. Yeah, it is a little bit confusing that the explicit tag is same as E for everyone. Oh, it is. Oh, no. Explicit for everyone. Yeah, it's explicit for everyone. If you're colorblind and you don't see that red E. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I don't see explicitness. You know, know, it indicates player one. Yeah. The red E. Oof. There it is. You're canceled. <laughs> there, it, yep. there it is. Yep. He joined Tom Hooper. Yep. Yep. Tom <laughs> Hooper and I are, are over in the corner. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight with Tom Hooper being canceled. <laughs> we watched. Wait. Before we talk about what we watched. Okay. Oh I don't want to edge the audience too hard. Don't. But I want to introduce my dear friends and co-hosts. Oh, right. Joining me on this adventure to talk about this film are... Matthew Bond. Hello. And David Gutchy. Oh, you brought your hey. you brought your very good real sounding guns. My small but real gun. <laughs> your your capu gun. Your yeah. capu guns. I believe that's the technical term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Capu guns. I think we need to ban capu guns. Maybe yeah. maybe that's a controversial opinion in this highly politicized climate. But Yeah, well, I'm with you. But the reason that I think it's okay is that they're fictional because they were something that the Gungans used in episode one. I'm almost positive <laughs> yeah. that George Lucas would have named something a Gungan has. In episode one of the Americans. In the pilot episode of the Americans. the Americans. Yes, they used those Kapu guns to what kill a, all those What an Americans. amazing series. Oh, really? And Jar Jar Binks really just came into his own. Have you watched Carrie Russell? Jar Jar Binks as Carrie Russell as she did. He did such a great job as her. Have did. Have either of you watched a second of uh, the Americans? Every second, I baby. I okay. love that. I've watched it's, a lot of it. I haven't watched so it. fucking. Good. I haven't watched all of it. I, okay. I, I've come in and out. I want to watch it. Yeah, um, yeah. 
It's it's very it seems very good. <laughs> I just don't want that to go by without like no, not enough people actually watch the Americans. Yeah, watch true. the Americans. Well, I mean, if if nothing else, just to redeem Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, because he needs after, it. after 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 uh, the uh, Star he's doing Wars. his Ahmed best. Yeah. <laughs> so for this episode, we watched <laughs> we watched uh, a little film that you might have heard of called Mary Poppins Returns. 2018 family musical starring Emily Blunt as the titular Mary Poppins, mm. the iconic character popularized by Julie Andrews uh, in the original Mary Poppins in the 60s. Yeah, sure. Wow. Time time marches on, <laughs> but uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a warm hearted uh, romp. <laughs> I think that. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. start calling every movie a romp. Now. They all are. All movies are romps in one way or another. <laughs> that spotlight sure is a romp. Yeah. What if they just replace the word films with romp? romp. Yeah. I love romps. It's not a movie. It's not a film. It's a romp. A spikely romp. A spikely romp. Ooh, yeah. Or if every movie was a joint. The, oh, not, yeah. the tenth I'd romp from te- <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> romp. Yeah, it could work. Yeah. From the Academy Award winning director of 12 Years a Slave and other romps. <laughs> Um, won the Academy for Best Romp. <laughs> oh, actually, no, he didn't win the Academy Award for that. No, no, but... he won for Best Romp that year. Yeah, mm. you're right. Um, yeah. So, romp. Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. It's a it's a warm-hearted family film about Mary Poppins. Mm. We're going to talk about yeah. it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts. Do you guys want to get started? Yes, I want one. Okay, let's do context number one. Pick a director with a distinct style and imagine this movie if they'd made it. Oh, we haven't done this one in a very long time, oh, thankfully. Uh, we needed a break. Um, we are going to talk about Mary Poppins as if it was directed by... What if it was directed by another director? Now, how we always mm. do this, same way. We take a second, <laughs> we think about it, and then we'll all, all chime in at the same time. So uh, let's... Second. Just well, one. No. No, it's one. Every time, it's just one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And we don't edit it. It's no. just one second. It's just and we all one have second. a lot of I'm not even using this time to think about it, it right now. No, I Canonically. Because <laughs> I always know exactly what I need to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not stalling for time. Always. That's for in, sure. every, Definitely. in every instance, I know exactly 100%. what to say. <laughs> what I love about what you're saying right now is how <laughs> clear me. and obviously not a distraction it is to yeah. buy you more time. No, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think my words are very meaningful and, and they take up, they do work as well. They do. And we're, yes. we're all the listening to each other show. and paying they attention to our words. Yeah. We're being very careful. Well, what was it called in the giver? The what of words? The precision of language. The precision of language. Of language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. As language. the resident, the giver expert. Uh, thank <laughs> yeah. you for consulting. Me. <laughs> well, as the resident, the giver, the film expert at this table. <laughs> yeah. The resident, the giver, the film. The resident, the giver, the film. Ooh. <laughs> Who and her lover. <laughs> the resident, the giver, the, giver, the film, and the lover. lover, and lover. You are always one. <laughs> soldier spy. Which one are soldier you today? Spy. Yeah. <laughs> resident, giver, tinker, solar, soldier, lover, giver, spy. <laughs> I, don't know. I, lost the, I lost the track, and I think I put giver in there twice. But you know what? We could all use a little bit more giving. That's what that we song, all need more giving. That's how that song goes. Uh, I'm a bitch. I'm a giver. Yes, yes. I'm the thief. I'm, I'm the soldier, soldier and the spy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges did say, and sing I'm the giver over and over and over to the tune of that song that makes huh. sense yeah it does make sense it, it was really, a musical really modern much like Mary Poppins text. Returns which mm. what if it was directed by one of these people are we counting a three two one all right three two one Denise Tom Hoover John Hoover. 
Did you say Tom Hoover? I I knew you were going to say Tom Hoover, and I was excited (laughs) to do it. Uh, That's why I didn't. Uh, I did Denis Villeneuve, and he did uh, Pak Jung Ho. No, Bong Joon Ho. Oh, June. Bong Joon Ho. June Joon Ho. Yes, Yes. I I mixed them up. Bong Joon Ho. That is a creepy movie. (laughs) Well, not necessarily. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, that's sweet. That's true. Well, all oh. right. Let's. <laughs> I mean, it, Jake Gyllenhaal scared the crap out of me. <laughs> let's uh, let's get the hate train out of the way first. Yes. Uh, what would this movie be like if Tom Hooper had made it? A lot less color. Now, a lot for, less whimsy. For, for uh, listeners who don't, both in casting and in uh, yes, everything, everything, <laughs> everything, everything, yeah. everything. I mean, that being said, Lin Miranda is in his next project, but <laughs> that's also true. Uh, that's actually a good point. We'll yeah. bring that up. But just for listeners who don't know. Tom Hooper is a director who has won the Academy Award for Best Director, baffling which is, is the most infuriating. The reason I hate Tom Hooper, and listeners who've listened before and heard me say his name know that I hate Tom Hooper as a director. Mm-hmm. And maybe as a person, I don't know. I don't know what he's like as a person. He's but probably, I probably shitty. I just, him, yeah. I'm very comfortable just assuming he's shitty. Exactly. What if he's just so Shut nice? up, what, <laughs> what if he's just the <laughs> nicest guy? Like, still a bad person, but like, if he was sitting here now, it'd be fun. You know what I mean? Sure. There are those people, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. like, no, I hate you, but you do bring a certain air of, you know. <laughs> you do have an energy about you. Right. But I feel but like, like you're only looking at like a quarter of my face and I not the whole thing. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly So Tom Hooper directed The King's Speech. Yes. Uh, he won the Academy Award up again. The reason I hate him is because that year was stacked with good directors. Mm-hmm. Here were the five nominees for Best Director in 2010. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? No. You got Tom Hooper for The King's wait, Speech. Wait, can we play? Do you remember? I don't. Can we play? What oh, were yeah, the best, absolutely. What were the best picture nom- or best director, best director nominees, nominees in 2010? In 2010. The uh, year that the King's Speech won best picture and uh, the Tom I'm actually not going to be as good at this. I don't remember what was I, Do you remember the what the King's speech. speech won against? I remember being no. sad. I remember yes. being very upset. Yes. But I don't remember what it was. Okay. Let me, let me no. look at 2010 movies. Five, like, if well, this, I can if tell we played the, yeah, if we this game us. five years ago before I purged all yeah, of this information yeah, exactly. out of my head. Yep. 2010, uh, <laughs> there were nine nominees for Best Picture. I saw eight of them. Nice. Uh, the one I didn't see was 127 Hours. Uh, which is good. Oh, yeah. Which I've heard is good. It is good. Yeah, it's um, like a good movie. Wait, yeah. hang on. No, shit. That's the year. Is that the year after? Now I'm know. fucking up. I know who the director nominees were. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then just tell us. because we Yeah, because I could okay. probably figure out the movie if you know the director. So you've got David Fincher. Uh, D. Finch for Gone Girl? Nope. No, that was Benjamin later. Button? Nope. B-Buds. Oh, it was a year, year after at Benjamin Button. Social Network? Social Network. Uh, I forgot that was 2010. I, for whatever yeah. reason, I felt like that was earlier. <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, yeah, Social Network. Uh, then you've got uh, David, Darren Aronofsky. For Black Swan, Black Swan. Oh, Black Swan! I was like, not Noah. <laughs> just already, the fact that King Speech beat out those two already, yeah. yep, is fucking infuriating. You've got the Coen Brothers. Hate crimes. Oh my God, True Coen Grit. For, True Grit. Oh, True Grit. God damn it, we're so good too. Yeah. yeah. Jesus and Christ. The, That's what kills me. That the King Speech is a cool, real story, sure. but a shitty movie. <laughs> it's like a fine movie. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's it's, fine. it's yeah. serviceable. Colin Firth I, yeah, does do I a have very good time. job. Yeah, he does, and so does the Jeff. He does but like Tom Hooper's directing makes it visually impossible for me to look at for the mm. runtime of the movie. <laughs> it's, oh, it's and then movie, yeah. and then uh, uh, David O. Russell. Oh, oh shit. The, the fighter. Uh, the, the fighter. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the wrestler. But also, like, better movie. It's like five, four directors doing arguably some of their best work. Yeah. Uh, in Fincher's case, it's maybe my favorite movie of his. Yep. One of the best movies I think of the last decade. Yep. You've got the Coen Brothers doing a passion project that they'd spent years wanting to make and then making in a 
great way. Yeah. You got David O. Russell's The Fighter, which is his first big Oscar push. Um, and then you've got Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan, which is, which is probably amazing. his most consistent movie. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. that's the one that I tell people to watch when they say, what's Darren Aronofsky like? Yeah. I'm like, well, start here. Start can- here. Maybe stop. And stop. <laughs> I've heard The want. Fountain is very good. Oh, I've I still never the seen fountain. The Fountain. But it is a different sort of thing, and it's not yeah, for everyone. It's not. And The yeah. Black Swan can be for most movie watchers, as yeah. long as you're okay with some it's a very challenging, intense content. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's why I hate Tom Hooper. What if yeah. Tom Hooper had made Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah. So like I said, uh, way less color. It'll look very washed mm. out. Um. I mean, part of this is like, does he use the same cinematographer every time? Because I think a lot of it, I also have a bone to pick with that guy. I would not be surprised guy. at all, yeah. Because like he also, that, but that's still on him. That's he has, still on him. He has shitty he, taste. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so also like, it wouldn't be shot as like dynamically mm-hmm. as you would want a musical to be, which is great that Tom Hooper's doing Cats. A lot more canted <laughs> angles. Yeah, he also yeah. did Les Mis yep. uh, previously. Which is he's also doing, near unwatchable. Yep, he's also doing the uh, film adaptation of Cats. Yep. Uh, he did John Adams, the miniseries on HBO. So uh, like, this is one that could have happened, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah it's one like, that could have happened, yeah. Like, this seems feasible. Yeah, it's, he's also British. Have... The BBC loves yeah. him. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the BBC loves him. He's doing the upcoming uh, His Dark Materials, uh, His Dark Materials right. yep. remake. Uh, Which is a joint feels, feature between yeah. BBC and HBO. Feels yep. very Mary Poppins adjacent. Yeah. Well, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda's in uh-huh. it, as we yeah. mentioned. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, we probably were very close to getting a Tom yeah. Hooper Presents Mary Poppins. Presents. So, what you're saying is at least it'd be more boring to watch yep. cinematography from a cinematic angle. It's yeah, more boring. and performance would probably be a lot more stilted and, and mm. static mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, he, he is the kind of person who tries to ground everything in realism yep. as much Ooh, as possible. So yeah. I can't imagine him doing some of the weird magical stuff. Like the bathtub sequence, yep. I can imagine probably would have been cut. Um, it would have just been a song about imagining things or something. Yeah. In a I think he seems like the kind of kid that, like, like the kind of guy when he was a kid. <laughs> kid. Uh, <laughs> when he was a kid. Instead of like swearing to have to like eat soap, his parents would make him eat soap every time he tried to imagine anything, <laughs> and so they just like beat it out of him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, you like imagining so much? Here's a juicy steak. Eat this bar yeah. of soap, little mm-hmm. Tom Hooper. Little You'll Tom. never direct an interesting movie again. <laughs> Don't give me that shitty little look you're eating steak, remember? <laughs> yeah, imagine it tastes good. See, it's an imagination. <laughs> look Fun at this gray-brown soap. <laughs> look at it very intensely. But only look at, at a slightly this corner. Yeah, yeah, slightly miss the corners. <laughs> angle and miss the top quarter of it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does a lot of close-up facial shots. Yeah. I feel like every song would have been done in the style of the one that Ben Wishaw does in the attic. Yeah. Where it's all very, like, oh, talk true. singing. It's very yeah, uh, uh, very naturalistic. Yep. Recorded uh, on set, like you did with Les Mis, yep. instead of in a studio. Um, mm. It's How so, you record just even dialogue. I don't know why you have to be such a stickler about, like, yeah. just the music. <laughs> it's yeah. so, it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, it'd be bad. Is long and short of it. Yeah, it would have been very dull. It would have been very. uh, It would have had no whimsy. It would have. It would have had. Okay, it would have had forced whimsy. Forced whimsy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm, Because cats clearly has some whimsy going on. At least it's whimsy in the fact that there's people as cats, and that's the. Long and short of that it. That counts as whimsy, right? I guess. That, that scene of them like jumping up and down to. in the chair and like the feathers going in the trailer. I'm like, okay, so you did something that's a little weird. In in any other director's hands, that probably would have looked spectacular. Yeah. I just 
I can't. I yep. can't do it with this. No. Um, but yes, so that that is yeah. a feasible thing that could have happened, and yep. I'm glad and it. And did. it would have been terrible. We dodged a bullet. Yes. I don't even know the name of the person who directed this yeah. movie. Tom Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> we should probably have looked at that before we uh, started this conversation. Of that directors. would be funny, and then we'll cut out all this if it turns out to be Tom Hooper. I know it wasn't. Yeah. Because I would have. Yeah. We, we would have seen it. We would have put our feet down. Rob Marshall. Rob Marshall. Okay. Gary Marshall's boy. Just kidding, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That actually looks. Be a, he looks a little bit like uh, Eric Roberts. A little bit. So yeah. He, oh no. Like enough. Like especially in this picture, that's like Eric Roberts, but like you shrunk his face. Can I see? It's like if Eric Roberts did nothing to his face. It's like yeah, Eric yeah, Roberts. Yeah, it's Eric Roberts meets. Um, Rob oh, oh, I know who He's you're Eric talking Roberts about. Yeah, no, Lowe, he, you least. know he looks like uh, he looks like Bill uh, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Okay, so he looks yeah, like Bill a, Paxton meets I, I Eric Roberts. I also have a bit of a Mark Ruffalo in here, and a little bit of Jim Carrey in the eyes. Wow, he's everywhere. He's got Jim Carrey. Rob eyes. Marshall is all. He's people. got Jim Carrey eyes. Oh, Rob Marshall directed Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Also, I, I, he grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on the same street as Mr. Rogers, therefore literally making them neighbors. Aw, yeah. He's lived oh. in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's adorable. Yeah. I want him to make a Mr. Rogers movie now. So right. what they're, they're, a... it's coming out. Tom Hanks. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Is he making that? Uh, Rob Marshall or Tom Hanks? Rob Marshall. <laughs> I don't know. It would be so fucking be good hilarious. if it was Rob Marshall. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Uh, okay. That would actually be perfect. It's also a Disney production, I believe. It is. So that would make sense. I think you're right. Yeah. Um. My turn. Yes. yes. Bong Joon Ho. What would a Bong Joon Ho? Uh, so what what are some of the films mm-hmm. of Bong Joon Ho? The I, I might be saying it wrong, no, and hey, I'm so hey, sorry. It's you know what? Yeah, as far as we know, that's it. Okja, Okja, Okja. The host and Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer. are probably his biggest three. Yep. Snowpiercer uh, is my jam. I like Snowpiercer a whole lot. It is a kind of a dumb movie. It, it is, but it's, any I sense, love it. But wow, the style. Yeah. And the same is true of the rest of his movies. Mm-hmm. Wow, the style is also present. He's very stylistic. He mm-hmm. accepts some magical realism. Yes, he, he does. He is a perfect example of someone who uses genre to make sociopolitical commentary. Yes, exactly. Uh, and it's usually not very subtle, but mm. that's part Part of okay. what's great yeah. about it. Yeah, and I think Mary Poppins Returns is not a subtle movie. Well, it's for and kids. It, does not it doesn't need to be. The script right. is not saying, make me subtle, make me real. None, none of that. No, Tom Hooper, you get out of here. It's bong time. <laughs> it, reinforces, <laughs> it reinforces its messages a lot. Every yeah. time yeah. Uh, someone gives a piece of advice or says a line that's kind of semi-profound, the kids will parrot it back yeah. it's in reprised. like a scene or two. Yes, yeah. Yeah. or just somebody that heard will have a knowing look on their face when they hear it. Exactly. There's, yeah. there's a, it, always, it always leans into its messages. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, which it's I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. It's a moral, it's a film with morals yeah. sure. to, to, to deliver. Yeah. And um, so I think, I think it would, the, the script would actually look a bit different. I think uh, the dirt, he would make some story choices that would be a little different. I think all the characters would be the same and the main conflict would be the same. But I think the... The fake world, the imaginary world that might be actually real, who's to say he would blur those lines a lot more. And I I think the kids would be suspicious that Colin Firth actually was a wolf and that maybe those those concepts would bleed more. The I think the theory would be that the kids are trying to figure out is like, 
is this other cartoon world just real is it true <laughs> and we and adults are closed off to it it's like sure, a peter pan-esque like idea yeah and so you'd have a lot more good and bad stuff happening in cartoons everywhere in mary poppins sure and the wolf would be a character the colin firth character i think would be more redeemed mm-hmm. uh, or even more sinister it's hard to know i think yeah, <laughs> he yeah. likes redeeming his monsters that's and true it, but he also loves his like sinister, horrible villains. Mm-hmm. And so there's a good chance that I think Colin Fritz's character, he would be greasier. Yep. Uh, his hair would be long. Uh, and he would have like seven watches, like not just one. He, yeah, he'd be like I, hanging yeah. all over his whole body. <laughs> like, oh, man. Maybe his clothes would be made of watches. Like, maybe. This movie would lean so hard into being very strange. Very mechanical. Yeah. I feel like you're nailing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And I would yeah. like it. I also think yeah. it would probably have, I think all of his movies have an environmental message. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be less about, it would still have the sort of class dynamics, the have, have mm-hmm. nots that's kind of going on yeah. here. But mm-hmm. I think it would be more about maybe the industrial revolution. They're making a highway through the houses. Going. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. why they want the house back. Yeah. They're, they're reclaiming all the houses on the block by forging, you know, they're either stealing the records, they're burning the records, whatever. Yeah. But this guy is developing. Yes. And he's putting yeah. 94 It can still be about the, the bank, like, trying to take over yeah. all these houses. Yeah. But it would be more something like they're building something there or yes. they're tearing something down. Hell yeah. Or it's about, like, destruction it of totally property would for, be like, yep. yeah. for the purposes of mm-hmm. pollution or, or something that would be pollution. <laughs> We'd like I to pollute more. <laughs> I mean, we want to take your house so we can pollute more. It's in the way of our pollution. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It would be something like that. It though. would be something industrial. Yes. And I think yeah. Jane's character would be leaned on more heavily for that plot. Yeah, uh, Jane, the activist and the, work, workers' rights she, person. Yeah. She's yeah. definitely a labor activist yep. Yep. Uh, still, that but it would really also be like get featured a lot. No, but then Ooh. neither did the suffragettes in the original. It's I true. think that's what it's they true. were. They were. They were sort of leaning towards. Yeah, but June Ho's movie would absolutely yeah. yep. lean on that. I think the kids would get involved. Everybody would get involved. The end scene might instead of being about learning to imagine it would be about everybody coming together for a cause or yeah. something. I think it, you're right that it would be more focused on that environmental message. I feel like the, the last scene would be filmed in a similar way to that um, the sort of uh, what is it? Time, is it in Times Square that scene in Okja where there's the stage and there's yes, like they're going to yes. bring out oh my the God. like the, mm-hmm. yep. they're going to bring Okja bring out, Okja out. Um, to, yeah. to show the crowd. Eat them. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think Jake Gyllenhaal could be. In Jake it Gyllenhaal too. would have to Who be in it. Jake Gyllenhaal be. Could he be his character he be from Jack. Okja? I was he like, could just be his character from Okja. <laughs> as the Colin Firth character. <laughs> See, he could do that. Yeah, he, he could do. If, I feel like he would be one of the lawyers. Ooh. One one of like the people that are the, kind of his patsies, like the, the, the yes. yeah. one of the patsies. Yeah, he okay. would be the one that was trying hard to get the money, yeah. not the one with the conscience. Okay. Right, he'd be yeah. the evil one. Yeah, that eventually yeah. comes around. Yes, but the yeah. evil one. God, oh, his yeah. character in Okja is one of the he's s- the best character. Oh, he's the movie. he's the only reason to watch that movie. That's I mean, not true. the only reason, but like he's the best reason oh, to watch that. He's movie. Pretty close to the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would watch a cut of that movie that's just him. Yeah, because he's Absolutely. playing and like that is the closest I've ever seen like live action anime performance like that's, yes. that's yes it's 100%. very much like that yeah. <laughs> i mean we joked about rob marshall kind of having jim carrey eyes but that is like a jim carrey ass performance yeah and i love it uh it's true gyllenhaal leans into that so hard so yeah, yeah gyllenhaal would have to be in yeah. this somewhere I, I think he'd keep most of you know the casting is fine i think the casting is a little too subtle and the performances are a little too subtle which is weird to say because this movie yeah. is not subtle right but, but the performances are 
very Mus- human. It's a musical. Yeah. Like everybody's mm-hmm. lines are, and well, now we're looking through these papers and where is it? Oh, it's nowhere to be found in there. Have you found the paper? And it's like, no, I have not found the paper either. Like people say what they're doing and they say yeah, what they're yeah. feeling. It's so, I think, that would I think the movie balances less. very well which mm-hmm. characters are grounded and which characters are particularly yeah. silly. It's just so unapologetically sweet. Yes. yes. And that's what I love about that and Paddington too. And I can't believe we got both of those like within the same year. Yeah. But that's uh, so good. And I good. think uh, June Ho could do that. Like, Okja especially, but yep. even the host has a lot of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Even sec- sections of Snowpiercer. That's true. I mean, shit, yeah. the ending yeah. of Snowpiercer yeah, has like a it's very... nice. Yeah. Like, he's there... a director that's like, oh, I want this to be nice. I want people to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. That hug, that the, when they hug the girl and, and uh, Ed Harris's character is like, nice. <laughs> yeah, he's just yes. like, oh, that's nice. nice. <laughs> that's nice. That is amazing. That's such a. Oh, I gotta watch that movie. Yeah, I it's, it's been, watch it's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been very too good. long. I should There's watch also it some really though. graphic, fucked up stuff in yeah. the movie. Oh, yeah, I cool. also um, really want to watch. Uh, this version of Mary Poppins that you yeah. just described that yeah. just sounds really good. That would be really fun. I yeah. think it could be colorful and surreal in ways that Junho is really good at. It's like the anti-Tom Hooper take. Like it's <laughs> right, right, 100% yeah. completely could not be more different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. I thought about you know Wes Anderson, but I think Junho is a more interesting version yeah. of that. I think, I think Wes Anderson's a little too easy for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like a... He's like the Joker card, like the wild card. You can just kind of throw him in any one of these segments. Yes. And he completely changes the way the movie is. Yeah, when we do like distinct styles, it's really easy. He, he has the maybe easiest, the most distinct style. distinct. Yeah. yeah. One might say. You could definitely, you could, you could see a Wes Anderson movie from a mile away. Yep. I sure um, can. They're but, huge. But I think the three we've chosen are all distinct, but mm. very much in like a, you have to kind of know movies. Yeah. Sure. Tell us about yours. Oh, I'm so Denis excited. Veneuve, I think, mm. is uh, even even a, a, a different take from either of the other yeah, two. Yes. But this is the a, biggest departure, I think, right. from, from what this movie <laughs> yeah. is like to because, what it could be Because like. I can't... Uh, thinking of Denis Veneuve's uh, filmography, I don't think he's ever done a movie that is... Whimsical at all? Whimsical at all. Yeah. The closest... <laughs> the Revenant was like pretty fun. <laughs> he didn't do The Revenant. That was yeah. in the Ritu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yes, Denis Veneuve's filmography includes... Uh, oh, Prisoners was hilarious. Prisoners, <laughs> Arrival, Arrival. Uh, Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049, yeah. which that is a run of three of the best yeah, movies I've ever seen, yeah. which is why Denis Veneuve is one of my all-time favorite directors. So I would say the closest movie to whimsy is, is Sicario. <laughs> oh, yes, Sicario. Yeah. <laughs> Sicario, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's the closest you I would get say, to that. I would say the the sort of like there's there's a message of hopefulness in Arrival that is the closest yeah, I think he's ever yeah. come to having a happy mm-hmm. message in a movie. I think Mary Poppins could do well as an interface with aliens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that maybe that's what it's like. <laughs> maybe more. Maybe. So Mary I mean, Poppins is played by Amy Adams already. I love that. So, Actually, hell yeah. Yeah, I love that. I, Emily Blunt like <sighs> owned Emily this Blunt role. Is perfect. She, Emily she's Blunt perfect. Is she is perfect. Her Julie Andrews impression is amazing it's, too. The yeah. voice is like, oh dang, you did I almost it. You imagine that they that when they were like that the the impetus for Mary Poppins Returns wasn't we should do another Mary Poppins movie. It was someone saw Emily Blunt yeah. do something and they're like, oh shit, we need to do a yeah. Mary Poppins movie with her in it. We can't waste this. Like we finally yeah. have one. We found yeah. we have yeah. one. We have a Mary Poppins. <laughs> so Denis Veneuve's movies are, are not whimsical. They're not particularly happy, but I think he has um, he has a, a sense of humanity. Mm. His, his movies are very humanist. Yes. Sure. 
uh, they're all about sort of the conflicts that humans go through when they're faced with extremely difficult situations and extreme odds, which is part of why I love Blade Runner 2049, because it's about that, but it's also about, w- but if robots. robots had to deal with that problem. <laughs> anyway, so Denis Villeneuve's movies are very slow. Also, they're very... Um, they're very well shot. Oh God! Yeah, his he he has an eye for he gets cinematographers, especially Roger Deakins, yes. um, who know what they're doing, uh, who know how to do long takes, who know how to yes. do very stoic oh. sort of shots. He's a very mm-hmm. stoic director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think it's is going to make it's going to make Mary Poppins Returns <laughs> very strange. Yeah, when um, I looked up Mary Poppins Returns reviews, it was just like too stoic like that was like the question <laughs> that a lot of people had so and then, and then I, the article it, just said yes and that's yeah, it that's yeah it is it's too stoic yeah. it should have been more fun it was too stoic so it's not going to be a particularly upbeat rendition <laughs> but like i think i would like to see an upbeat Denis Villeneuve movie yeah i'd like to see how he does that it's like upbeat yeah. and ponderous upbeat and ponderous at the same time yeah. in equal okay. measure okay well but i think it's gonna like it's gonna focus less on or, I mean, it's going to have a lot of the same focuses. I mean, assuming it's the same movie. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the, the stuff with the mother is already very, mm. very much a key focus. You know, the loss of the mother and how that's affecting the family. That's already very big in the structure. But I think Denis Villeneuve is going to lean into that hard. Yes. I think the loss of the house is going to be tied more to the loss of the mother. It's like, it's not mm. just that they're losing the house and that they have all those memories there. It's that there is like... There is a sense that they are losing their mother again. Yeah, yeah. That that and what this what this movie is is a meditation. His version of this is going to be a meditation on that loss hmm. and on how do you move forward as a family. Yeah, how yeah. does Ben Wishaw's character I think becomes the focal point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids are you know they're cute and all, but Ben Wishaw's character is the one going through the most uh, emotional journey, the most interesting uh, arc yeah, in oh, terms yeah, of yeah. like all the stuff he has to overcome his work. Uh, stuff feeling of failure his art um right there's so much and i i think it'll be a very meditative film i think it would be but i think denivenu would find the humanity uh in that to make it still very um soaring emotionally yeah, yeah. Hey, soaring is better than whimsical if yes you're, if you're asking him to direct this movie exactly yes. I, I, yes. I think that's a good call. i think uh nowhere to go but up uh, I think the ending, mm. that ending, it, it's very whimsical in a lot of ways, but it also mm. has that sort of like, that that the sort of motivation yeah. that I think mm. he would be going for. That emotional catharsis. Yeah, of the exactly. Whole thing. I think yeah. it would feel more like ascension and less like people hanging from balloons kicking their legs. <laughs> right. Like it would be more like they're, everyone's being raptured into heaven or something. Exactly. It would be something like, it would, yeah. I mean, it could still even be the same set piece, but it would, it would yeah. be more... Um, ground level looking up at them and, yeah, and realizing what's possible like a long shot yeah. of their silhouettes going into the sky or yes. something rather than being very close and funny and or bouncy. it would be from their perspective looking down on hmm. on london and sure. seeing because oh, yeah. we start with the london the sky london and then sky. they're yeah, in like the that. london sky like which that. which lin-manuel miranda's character references he does say a lot <laughs> remember <laughs> remember when i was saying hey, about remember it? when i it, talked it, about the london sky i'm up here now i think that would be i think that would be very key to the yeah. The mindset of this uh, of a Denis new version of this movie, Denis new version, Denis new version. Do you think that he would have allowed the banker to try floating? Because I honestly felt a little bit bad for calling yeah. for that. I was like, give him a try. Yeah. Maybe it'll change him. <laughs> him maybe this is what try. he needs. Maybe this is what he needs. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, or he would like. I think he would have a darker end. That's probably maybe. true. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I think he'd be punished. 
by the film. Punish. Not yeah. by anyone. By Paddington. Paddington, Paddington just turns him into marmalade and just, just licks him up. I feel like Paddington should have been in this movie. <laughs> or, or he, he was. was. I felt like he was. He was playing a human in this one. he was going to show up and he never... That, anyway, that's a different thing. Paddington was the voice of Ben Wisha. Yes. <laughs> or would Colin Firth's character be the Chinese general from Arrival? Who mm. is like right on the verge of being a villain yeah. of like causing all these problems, mm. but then Amy Adams' character, spoiler alert for Arrival, everyone should see Arrival. The Mary Poppins of Arrival was Amy Adams. Yes. Totally, yes. Yeah. And, and she sort <laughs> of pops him down and he becomes sort of like her key ally yeah. because of, of this sort of like she uh, connects with him on a human emotional level, reminding him about his wife and the mm. last words that she said. Wait, so Amy Adams was one of the kids in Arrival and the aliens were Mary Poppins. Because it's the kids that really <laughs> actually do the convincing. Mary yes, Poppins convinces actual, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Or is she that Ben Wisha? Right. That's I mean, Mary Poppins is an alien. alien. Like, Mary Poppins obviously. is an alien. I think yeah. Ben Wisha is like who she's reporting to. I still think she's the kid. Because Mary Poppins convinces the kids to convince the parents. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. No, that's true. That it makes checks sense. out one to one. Is this movie a rival? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, so but well no, chosen. I think, I, think, I, think be, I think it would be a very interesting take. I think these would yeah. all be diff- very different movies that yeah. I love yeah. that we picked. I'd only want to see yeah. two of them. Exactly. Yes. I was thinking, yeah, I <laughs> yep. want to watch that one and this one and not Tom Hooper. Not Tom, not Hooper. Tom Hooper the Virgin. <laughs> Goodbye, not Tom. Not Tom Hooper the Virgin. Not Tom Hooper. The Virgin. The Virgin. 40-year-old Tom Hooper the Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do another context? Yes. Ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? The two lawyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they uh, weren't already maybe they were maybe that's a great point but on screen I want them to kiss I want them to yep. at least take off some of their clothes I just want to see it yeah show it you I cowards thought, I thought Disney. that they had some great uh, yeah wait sorry show it you cowards yeah. <laughs> show it you cowards they had chemistry yeah they did and really and they had a give and take like an old married couple that was kind of like oh now you're coming around okay yeah. I see it. like they had different priorities but they were still call, you know cooperating doing their jobs well yeah. and they probably go home at the end of the night and you know they have pillow talk Hold about how horrible and, the wolf yeah. is yeah, yeah. it's yeah, sort of the, they, they have this sort of um, debate that a lot of couples have of are you focused on the money and, and <laughs> yeah. what it's going to take to yeah. pay the rent? Right. Are you focused on being a better person? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know? those are the two kinds of people. Do you want money or do you want to be good? I mean, that's it. In capitalism. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs> Bumping up against that a lot lately. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, welcome to the DSA, uh, uh, movie podcast. Yeah. Let's do this. So I'd, I'd like them to smooch just a little. I think that would be nice. Yeah. I think it would be a nice little like B plot romance, uh, big character wise. It's kind of tough. Yeah, because the characters it's, it's I'd like to see that are get siblings together, they are do. related. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Like Jack and Jane get together. Yeah. And I think that's great. And they I think they complement each other really well. Yes. So the ships in this movie are tricky. Yep. I think... Ben Wishaw about, and the ghost of his dead wife. Okay, here's... No, but, but here's an idea. <laughs> this is going to be challenging Uh-oh. because it's coming off a recent death. But what about Michael? Right? That's his name? Ben Wishaw's character? Yeah. And Mary Poppins. Oh. 
Oh. For, okay, no. For a minute, I thought they were planting that with Lin-Manuel Miranda's character because they have know, like a couple knowing glances. No, they had a couple like And like she even like, yeah. I was like, is that jealousy on her face? or that is that, well. Yeah. And I, I think anyone in Mary Poppins is a confusing, troubling thing, but I think we should talk about it. Yes. Because the there's not a lot of ships to be had. The reason no. I think we can't do Ben Wishaw and Mary Poppins. Because she knew him as a boy? Because uh, she raised him, helped raise him yeah. for a week. She like groomed him <laughs> into the man he became. Yeah. For a week. <laughs> Ages ago, week, really? It was not. It wasn't that long. long. No, yeah. she really like flashed she was in and out. Flashed out. Yeah, so just like in this one, convinced yeah. themselves it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> well, that part I get. I mean, that's yeah. like that's a classic. That's a classic uh, uh, movie thing of like, well, if they can just do all this magic stuff, why would the kids ever whatever? But it's because mm-hmm. they forget. Yep, and they say, oh, we probably just made it up. That makes me wonder. Yeah. In the original, did the dad also, as a child, have experience with Mary Poppins and not remember? Idea. Right. Let's watch the original and look for that. Yeah, because <laughs> I think I, that theory is amazing. Yeah. But Sorry. A, which uh, which which thing is this now? Oh, I don't know. It, I assume and, there's one because it's his return. There's an implied. Oh, sure. It's prequel. an implied. Prequel. Yeah. Because like George she's been Lucas doing this for forever. Because obviously she's immortal or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and I just wonder like how many generations of people that she's actually visited. No, I love visited. that idea. Yeah. I, lo- I love the yeah. idea that she's like Santa Claus for this one British family. Yeah. yeah. It's just them. Though. Yeah. I mean, and they she's... all deny that she exists as they get older. <laughs> well, what's weird is there are so many other people that know who she is. Yeah. Every, she yeah. keeps coming across people who are like, oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. And it's like, how? Literally how? Was... everyone else actually. Yeah. <laughs> was there a little chimney sweep boy in the original? There was I don't not. remember. Okay. I, uh, okay. I, I thought up. they, okay. I was like, was Jack real? They made him up. Okay. I thought Which is disappointing a little, but it's fine. I'm fine with it. I mean, I thought it would have been funny if it was just like there was a little boy like way off in the distance somewhere that looked like a chimney sweep like that's that Lin-Manuel guy Rand. that's and Jack. it was Lin-Manuel Rand yeah. in the 60s he it's, was alive it's just like how in the MCU Peter Parker is the little kid mm. in Iron Man 2 that does this yep. he does yeah. he waves <laughs> yeah, they, they retcon some goodness in there Anyway, Aww. do you think it's off the table then for Mary Poppins and Michael to be together? Because she probably saw his little boy, <sighs> little boy Keen. and that's yeah. not okay in most ways. But Mary Poppins yeah. is transcendent, and yeah. Michael and her probably. I don't. But I don't if like she's that too old much. for him, then who can she get with? Because she's clearly that, immortal. Yeah. I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's yeah. a too old thing. I think it's a. I knew you. I I like bathed you when you were a boy, and mm, now you're yeah. a man. And we're, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's weird no matter what to do that to be like I was yeah. your nanny. Now we're dating. That is weird. Also feels like a kink shame. I'm just kidding. I'm you know, <laughs> you know, uh, no. I'm not shaming anyone yeah, for no, being into no, it. No. But but as as I don't know if we've ever talked about here because we've shipped just a few. There's a power dynamic with a parent child relationship of any kind. Yeah. And that's what makes the taboo legitimate and yes. not because it can be abusive. And also magic right. versus uh, a, a no match. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, you don't want to drop the hard nomad on this show. <laughs> no, well, nomad is fine. It's the other nomadge. one that you can't oh. say. Yeah. Nomad just sounds bad, but that's just because yeah. it's the American version nomadge. of Muggle. <laughs> I'm a nomadic people. We travel from place to place. <laughs> uh, what about, though? Okay, but I want Mary Poppins to smooch. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw her and I was like, oh, yeah. She you wants know, to get you know who it. I ship her with? Who? Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Actually, hell uh, yeah. yeah. old man. What about yes. hell yeah to that? Yes. Though? But she's as got, an old man, like about to die, well, that's still the thing. dancing she's like She's got a magic powers. Pro. She could probably help him stay erect. Um, <laughs> oh, to you know what? I watched, I watched Both. that man <laughs> dance. I think he was probably erect that whole time. Probably yeah. like that man has more virility than I will ever have mm-hmm. at 93. It's insane that he did that. I f- like there was a part of me that's like Mary Poppins is making him do this, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but like he did it with his did, body. Yeah, his with his body. body. With, with the actual Dick Van Dyke like, body. That's impossible. By the way, he married a 40 year old in 2012. Wow. 
He's 93. That's... He was 80. You guys, he was six. so good in this movie. Or 80. I can't believe it. I, it's, it I just wanted to point that out because I read that when I was. I, after the, I watched the movie, I looked at Wikipedia and I was like, what's he? What's his, you know? Yeah. 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 What a dick. Oh, the Dickopedia article on him was pretty good. <laughs> it's just for Richards. <laughs> Richard Karn is there. Dick Van Dyke is there. Richard Kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of them. Dick, I told Dick-opedia. you my favorite, my favorite uh, Richard Kind Wikipedia entry, right? <laughs> One of my favorite Wikipedia entries of all time, um, which is when you look at Wiki- uh, Richard Kind on Wikipedia Dick-opedia. under personal life, there's like two sentences, but the second one is... <laughs> Uh, Richard Kind supported Martin O'Malley in the 2016 presidential <laughs> primaries. That's so meaningless and stupid. <laughs> Why would he do that? Also, yeah, meaningless and stupid to add in there, and also meaningless and stupid for him to have done. Yeah. It's like everything about it is funny to me. Yeah. Though. The fact it's, that it's one of two facts in personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah God, it's that's like, amazing. Oh, it's so good. Um, I did something. Yeah. I did something. I did something. So I took O'Malley to the moon. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, yes, yes. or no? Sure, yeah, I'm down. Yes. I yes. think they both yes, have mean. a very similarly playful energy. They don't yeah. have the they were a child when she was an adult yeah. problem, and he apparently has the sense memory for it. Totally. <laughs> so I think I think it's legit. as an actor. Hang on, as an actor. Hang on. Is this also like Cloud Atlas? Uh, is it like? Yeah, he's the is same it like, He's the same person as the chimney sweep. He's the he's absolutely. Yes. Well, yep. he he played a banker in the original too. He played two roles. Oh, I didn't know that. He played that part mm-hmm. in the he in did. the original. Yeah. Yeah. And what just movie it, is this that you're talking about? Mary Poppins. <laughs> that you're making up? Yeah. You're making I, this up? I'm, make, I'm making this up because we're doing this rule again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Even I, don't know. I, like, I like referencing the rule because we yeah. never stick to it. Yeah. No, I, and I like referencing that but, we don't. Uh, that just threw me off because we referenced Mary Poppins several times already this episode without I, doing but that. Like every time I said, what are you talking about? And nobody... Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I tried to keep the rules. But yeah, but no, he played that banker role in the original. He put old mm-hmm. man makeup on, and this time he didn't have to put any makeup on. That's funny. Yeah. Aww. That's amazing. Yeah. How nice. Hmm. Yeah, so I think they could have a nice old person relationship because they're both playful and winky. Yeah. Like they, they are yeah. both like the human embodiment of a wink. Yeah, he's got a playful winky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He Oof. does have such a playful winky. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. An old man winky is not what I expected. <laughs> old man, old man winky. winky. There it is. <laughs> it just keeps rolling on. <laughs> what about Dick Van Dyke and Balloon Lady? Uh, oh. You mean uh, Angela Lansbury? Yeah, Angela Lansbury. I do like that. Yeah. Especially that, since I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Julie Andrews. Yeah. And then she turned yeah. it down because she wanted to be Emily's show, which is yeah. noble but dumb. Yeah. Noble but dumb. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> protagonists in horror movies. Also, uh, Ned Stark. <laughs> noble but dumb. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you turn this down too? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that character wouldn't have worked very well as Ned Stark. Who would have Ned Stark played? Yeah. Who, wait, who wait, are we shipping where, Ned Stark with? We got to put, sh- is it Ned Stark or Sean Bean? Ned Stark. I, Ned, Stark. Ned Stark. Okay. Yeah. So Ned Stark's got to be in this. Um, I God, mean, I feel like he would be, he, he would be, be the a, lawyer who has, yeah, who like, yeah. who, he's obeying the rules, but he feels terrible about yep, it. Yeah. Correct. He's like, technically, this is, I am doing my job with he honor. To find the I'm exception. doing my duty. Or he's <laughs> doing, doing his duty. duty as the admiral's assistant that tells him <laughs> and lights the, lights the cannons. Can every I just, day. T- I, I missed that actor so much. Because yeah. he do, he loomed large in my childhood and like mm. disappeared, and he's, he's he back, does the baby. voice of so many animated yeah. characters as yeah. well. It's it was just so good to see him again. Voice. Yeah. Any anyway, other ships. 
Uh, any other I mean, ships? There's a ship. He uh, gives them a ship. Yes. <laughs> I ship that ship. I ship that ship. I ship that ship. <laughs> and then I die. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. There's really not. No, a, there's not too many characters. Not a lot of it's eligible not. characters. And I mean, so the uh, the dog and the horse on the carriage. I was going to say, they they're, 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 but they're like analogs for the lawyers, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it'd still be like uh, it'd be like shipping the same thing. I thought no, they were, they're not analogs. No, oh, I thought oh, because that would be the, oh, the right. two assistants for the wolf. That's right. That's right. I forgot badger. That's right. Badger and a cricket. Yes, there's something thin. It wasn't yes. a cricket, but it, it was sure thin. was. A cricket. I think I thought it was a cricket because that scene reminds me a lot of the movie Pinocchio. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's he, a good. That's a, yeah. That's a good it point. It was really. It was like a big scary thing luring someone into something and then luring them away from that something to get them. I just, I really loved the way they did that whole sequence. Yeah, that was really yeah. nice. It looked great. Uh, this is apropos of nothing, and I'm so sorry for all the tangents, but oh, no. what if the carriage driver and, and the horse of the carriage were just uh, Mr. Peanut Butter and Bojack? Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it should have been that. Yeah. <laughs> they should have at least gotten the voice acting. <laughs> that would have been so good. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I can't yeah, think, I think of too can, many I other ships. Yeah, I think we, I think we, we spent so to, much time yeah. in the first context. I feel like we should well, have at least one shorter one. Yeah, like like you said, the one ship that I actually wanted happened. It happened. Yeah. 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 The only other option that we haven't really discussed is Jack and Mary Poppins. Yes. And I think I like Jack and Jane more well, than that. So I, I do too. Yeah. Or cousin yeah. Topsy. Or cousin oh God, uh, no! Get her out of here. Yeah. I ship her with herself, staying out of this movie. All right. Let's do another context. Is this is this is this die hard? Is this is this is this die hard? <laughs> Thank Thanks, Porky. Porky. <laughs> well, solved it. Is you it guys, though? is Mary Poppins Returns oh die God. hard? Well, we did already resolve that it's uh, wait. What movie did we already it's decide? Arrival. This? It's Arrival. Yeah, which is close to die hard. Yeah, there are a lot of guns in Arrival. Yes, and we know there are. My favorite way to say is this movie die hard is how many guns are there? In there's it? a cannon. Yes. There is a there's cannon. A cannon. There's lots of cannons. There's a cannon. I don't know that that. I don't know that there's... I don't think there are any cannons. No, but it's a ballistic. There's nope. a chauffeur. Uh, Jack acts yes. as a chauffeur. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my boat. God, Jack is the Argyle Jack, of this yeah, movie. Jack is definitely Argyle. Oh, 100%. So fucking good. Oh, and that's the way to figure out if it's Die Hard. Is there an Argyle? Find an Argyle. 100% yeah. there is. We found the Argyle. Yep. yep. So next up, we have to find out if there's a... What's that guy's name? Klaus? Alan Rickman? What's it? Who's Alan that? Rickman? You Hans mean, Gruber. You mean Han, Hans, Hans Gruber? Hans, not Klaus. Who's that's, that Klaus? I mean, that's Bob obviously Gruber. Colin Firth. <laughs> Again, still have not it's, seen Die Klaus is his middle name. It's fine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Hans Klaus von Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> the most... Oh, that leans very hard into making that name a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Klaus von Gruben snorkin'. So, <laughs> I'm a baddie, <laughs> So it's... So that's Colin boy. Firth, um, almost mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah, he he yeah. he's and duplicitous. He yes, yeah. he mm-hmm. is trying to get pieces of bank paper mm. to 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 like stake his claim over something. Yeah, it's bank paper, which in in Die Hard it's bearer bonds, and in this Ooh, it's, it's a deed. No, or, it's no, bonds. It's, uh, it's, it's shares. actual shares. Shares, which are kind of like bonds. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. close enough. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Yeah. 
And they are bonds in the sense that they are taped onto a kite to bond the material yes. to itself. So I would say one for one again. Yep, is totally. diehard. Yeah, right. four so far. That he has, it is diehard. He has people uh, chase other people around in the building in which he's stationed. Just like Hans Gruber <laughs> has the kids. The kids are yeah. chased. Yep, but That's it was true. all just to give them candy. Is that what happened in Die Hard? Did he More give them or less. any candy? Sort of. Metaphorically? Got that uh, candy from his ex what? Just kidding. I don't know. That one guy, <laughs> that one guy snorts some nose candy. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. so candy, yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> That's five yeses for it is die hard. I'm going to get yes. four. All right, but now, here's the hardest one. Uh-oh. Who's John McClane? Is there a John McClane? Uh, I don't know. It might be Mary Poppins. Mary? Mary. What, what if it is, though? So, so well, well, let's think about this. John McClane is someone who is... Who's doing his best? He gets trapped in this building, in this situation, trying to rescue these hostages mm-hmm. and escape. Yes. And is Mary there- Poppins is trying her best to help these kids and this guy keep their house so mm. that the door will open so she can escape. Mm. Mm, escape. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's, escape escape is, a, is a choice. It's definitely <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's, it's a hard choice for sure. I was circling her for Reginald Bell Johnson. Mm. Okay. I like this idea of her actually wanting but, to escape. I want to explore this interpretation <laughs> of Mary Poppins. That she's trapped yes. in this situation. No, because okay. he, here's why. Yes, Emily like Blunt a genie specifically kind of? as Mary Poppins does a thing that I think she as an actor is amazing at. And that is looking like she has been working for hundreds of years, yeah. but always has enough energy to do one more thing for the people she loves. Yes. She has that look of like, I'm super exhausted, but what do you need? We got this. Yep. Yep. And I think so that good. it's like she's trying to earn her freedom <laughs> from this reality and, you know, has accepted that she just has to do good for people because yeah. why be sour about it right. when you could look at it a different way? Yeah, she took that small yeah. of sugar, make that medicine yeah, go down. Yeah, she makes the medicine go down and, and she topsy turvies it upside down and she can fix the pot or whatever. <laughs> you know, like I think it all thematically it works. That does sound that very super Calvinist. <laughs> Oh, so close. You did it. You said the whole you word. Yeah, Super Cabba. Super Cabba. Super Cabba. Give me a clean take. Super Cabba. Edit it in. Super Cabba? Super Cabba. I said it three, Yo, five times. Cabba Cabba. Yo Cabba Cabba. Yo Cabba Cabba. That's the, the show for kids with puppets, and it's about wine. Yeah, you learn how to beatbox wine. Mm, welcome beat to Beatbox wine. Beat that box wine. Mm. Every so wine like tasting that. competition. Yeah. I like her trying to escape. For the same, in the same way that John McClane is trying to escape. Yes. Yes. So she's John McClane. So she is John McClane. Six. That's six yeses. And she does kind of take orders from Michael a little bit. Mm, like yeah. he does kind of boss around a little bit at certain points. So no, no, he's no, no, no. kind of a Reginald Bill Johnson. Okay. Okay. That character dresses like it could be named Reginald. <laughs> yeah. See, because part of count? me was thinking that the kids are all John McClane together. Mm. They're like a collective Ooh, John McClane. John mm-hmm. McClane. Because they're like they're trying to get out of the situation where they can save their house, yeah. Um, and they're being guided from this sort of externally by Reginald Bell Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, who is Mary Poppins. Sure, they're crawling through some emotional broken glass. Yeah, mm. yeah. Emotional, emotional. They, they broken go down. Glass. Uh, they go down when they're chasing the light, fanta- tripping light, fantastic. Yes, they go down a fire pole. Does that ever happen in Die Hard? <laughs> Uh, close. He does. So there's that fire hose. I just love that I still haven't seen it. And so then I just have to ask, like, so what about this? He repels down the fire hose. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. So yes. yes. Seven. Seven. <laughs> we still have no nose. Yeah. It, it's that's true. Seven yeses and no nose. Does anyone have a shaved head in Mary Poppins? 
Because that's important. Probably one of the uh, oh, wait, lighters. One does of John McClane have hair, though? He has a little bit. He has hair. He has a yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. never mind. Yeah, that's, I, that's I before he shaved his yeah, head. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Harry mm-hmm. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Bruce? Yep. It's my favorite comedian from the 50s. So so profane. And there there are no guns in Mary Poppins, though. Nope. There's the cannon, which is close, but there's the cannon. I guess yeah. we can count it. it can it's be a floor a, gun. It's a floor gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cannons. The guns of the floor. <laughs> As I've always said. Yeah, no, I, um, there's, uh, are there any fires or buildings on fire ooh, ooh, they light a bunch question. of lamps on fire they do light a ton of lamps do light a ton of lamps mm-hmm. yeah they triple really light fantastic control uh mm-hmm. fires are just nature's lamps sure so, yeah uh, true yeah yeah, yeah. fire f- you know what no fires aren't nature's lamps fires are like floor lamps <laughs> the lamps <laughs> of the floor <laughs> lamps put on the ground yeah you so know like I'd a lamp say, yes <laughs> Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, uh, what else we got? Can we well, something? I feel like climbing Big Ben could play heavily Ooh, into this. Yes, there's oh, climbing. Yeah. yeah, ding ding ding. Shit, Nine. Shit. We'll just say that. Nine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nine. Does it? Is there ever a moment where the time is important? <laughs> we only have a certain amount of time before everybody gets killed. Yeah, so yeah. Yes. Is there like a countdown? Is there a bomb uh, or anything? It feels like yes, there'll be a bomb. Yes, but in that also movie. there's that him. There's that thing with that guy's drilling into that bank vault, and there's like a clock as to how long it's supposed to take. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like that because they're trying to get into a bank before a certain time. Shit. Yeah. You're yeah, right. Ten. So ten. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> And then I think I think Ben Wishaw makes a pretty good Bonnie Bedelia character. I yeah, even, um, that sounds made up, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's fiction. It's all. It's all I love the idea fiction that books. you folks are lying to me about what happens in Die Hard. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, and then Schmugenel Val Crapson is one of these times. I mean, if somebody comes up to you and says, uh, if somebody comes up to you and says Mary Poppins Returns is Die Hard, they're lying to you about what's in Die Hard. That's ah, a true thing. Yeah. That being said, oh. Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins returns is Die Hard. Die hard yeah. I mean, yeah. we got ten yeses and zero noes. Yeah. I think we reached it. I think that should be our threshold. Ten? If we get to ten and yeah. there are no That's not no, a bad that's, that's not, yeah, not a bad metric metric at all. We've, done yeah. It. Yeah. we've we've solved it. Same yeah. with Lord of the Rings. Is this movie blank? Once we get to ten, we do it. One of these times we should just get together with like the plan being we're gonna watch Die Hard together and then we just show you Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> <laughs> But you are both smoke screen. No, we just show you a super. Yeah, gaslighting you. One hundred percent gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. we just show you a supercut of all of the movies we've said are diehard, but it's the most diehard e moments. And then at the end, we'll turn you be like, "So you get it? You get it now, right?" Okay. Here's an here's an exercise that is a terrible idea and would take way too long, but I would love it if it happened. Cut the moments that make these movies diehard. Yes, into the sequence of events of diehard. Oh my god! From all of the movies we've covered that we've said are diehard, take the moments that correlate to the moments in Die Hard from those movies. <laughs> That's so challenging. Yeah. It would be impossible, but I That's, would love it. I don't think I, it would be It impossible. would be impossible. It would just be more work than I think any of That's us are a, willing to put it, into it. It's unnecessary. It's a yeah. hundreds of hours project. Yes. Is what we're talking. yes. It's pointless. That's editing an actual movie, but like times 10. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So hard. But, uh, but wow. yeah, so I think I think this might be Die Hard. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's it definitely may be more Die Hard than any other movie we've it's, done. It could be more Die Hard than Die Hard itself. Yeah, yeah. Die Hard can't even Die Hard this Die Hard. Mm. Mm. Who mm. Die Hard's the Die Hard? It's it's Die Hard. <laughs> hey, you guys, want to do another contest? <laughs> 
What is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? Well, it, it, this movie is about Christmas, basically. It came out around Christmas. It came out like it's on true. Christmas. It came yeah. out on Christmas, yeah. What is the true meaning of Christmas according to Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah. 14 Cherry Lane. Is that the place? Yeah. Is that the name of it? It's like, it's like yeah, asking, is that is that is, is that, that Christmas apartment? No, oh. is that their house? <laughs> Fourteen Cherry Lane or something, something like I, that. Two twenty one B Baker Street. Yes, that's where they live. <laughs> yep, Fourteen Cherry Street Lane or something. It's and we should look it up because Cherry Lane sounds right. Yes, it, no, they say it all the time. It's like they a very do, iconic yeah. it's, address. It's like a, it is like a f- quote unquote famous address. <laughs> like it, okay. yeah, yeah, Fourteen right. Cherry Tree Lane. They say it a lot in yeah. the first movie that's made up and the second movie. Um. 14 Cherry Tree Lane is not a place. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a people. So yes. Wishaw literally says that in this movie. He's like, we don't yeah. need a house. I got my home right fucking here. Eat it, Colin Firth. And he whips his big dick out. <laughs> so the and true- he's like, eat it, Colin. And Colin does eat. Yeah. The true meaning of Christmas is Thor Ragnarok is what this movie yeah, is Yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. It's making a very similar argument to yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Right. That's it's true. all about like family and the people you're with and not about the stuff you have and, yeah. and the, the place where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Love the one you're with. Yeah, love the one you're with. Love the one I, you're with. I do like, I don't think Christmas is really about letting go in a healthy way, but the part of this movie that actually made me tear up more than any other part was when they all said goodbye to the house yes. in a way that wasn't sad. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Like this they is accepted healthy. it. Yeah, they they're just up. like, well, goodbye, old friend. I was like, oh man, I, come on. I teared. So this is the kind of thing that will make me tear up in kids' movies. Is yeah. like if something in a kids' movie shows something, I'm like, that's exactly what kids need to see. Yes. Like, yes. yeah, it's that's why Inside Out got me so much. Mm. Oh, Inside Out breaks me every goddamn time. That's why Get Out got me so much. <laughs> Here, kids need, need to see to this. See this. <laughs> kids need to see this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. That's why the great outdoors got me. So good. <laughs> That's why the great Gatsby got me so much. That's why Gone Fishing got me. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's why Gone in sixty seconds got me. <laughs> That's why Salmon Fishing in the Yemen got me so much. <laughs> salmon Fishing in the Mystery Yemen. It's a mystery man salmon fishing in the Yemen. Mashup. Oh wow! Yeah. All right, I'm down. Let's do this. So. Yeah. What's our context? It's what is the true meaning of Christmas? Right. So it could be that obvious one. Yes. That Ben Weshaw says, like, telegraphed it. He says, yeah. hey, everyone, listen up. I'm about to say the true meaning of Christmas. And then he says it. Mm-hmm. What else could be the true meaning of Christmas in Mary uh, Poppins Returns? Helping those you love that are in need. Mm-hmm. Helping That's people in need. There, is, there yeah. is a lot of that. Yeah. Yep. As, like, it's a Scrooge-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a Christmas carolish, I should say, interpretation of what is Christmas about. It's about. Reaching out to your fellow human being and saying, hey, I got you. I got yeah. stuff you don't. Right. Let me help. It's an emotional empathy movie for sure. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Because, because a lot of the characters are like, you're going through an emotional struggle and someone is going to sit with you and make you feel better. I mean, as much as I dislike the Cousin Topsy sequence, that is what that scene is <laughs> it about. It is. Yeah. Actually, totally. Yeah. yeah like I, two um, people that clearly actually don't really think very much of each other, but like still helping each other out and being mm-hmm. thankful at the yeah, end. Like, yeah. Hey, that's very... Family at Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think about she's it. like, oh, this cousin's so fucking yeah. frustrating. And then she's like, no, it'll be okay. I'll help you out. And then they help yeah. each other. Yeah, it's and actually yeah, very sweet both. when you break it down. Yeah, wow, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. scene just got a little more valuable. Yeah, in, in this movie. <laughs> right, right. Because um, it's it does yeah. a little more work. As long as you think about the meaning of Christmas, the t- 
the topsy scene is great. Well, I mean, this whole movie is just chock-a-block full of emotional empathy. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's and that's part of the hallmark of these kinds of like sort of schmaltzy family-friendly mm-hmm. musicals, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Um, I'm not going pre- to pretend I'm above it at all. That's what mm-hmm. I love about Mary Poppins as a character in general is like she still portrays all of that. But she's also like has this layer of coldness to her that is very funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she is I, what I. Yes. The very premise of Mary Poppins is she's a dick, but it's all kind of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all in good fun. Like she's she's like Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she is basically a, a lady Willy Wonka. Yep. Lady Wonka. <laughs> or Willy lady Wonka is a Willy man. free Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Wonka. Is yeah, that something? If you, sure. yeah, you just take yeah. Willie Free. Oh, is that yeah. what Wilfred means? <gasps> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, or or Willy Wonka is a uh, male Mary Poppins. I think Mary Poppins mm. came first. Yeah, literary yeah, right. wise. Which Wait, came first, the Willie or the Mary? <laughs> oh, time old question. Interesting. Yeah, abstinence only is what I say. Yeah. But anyway, mm, mm, uh, mm. here's a here's a deep cut that I have for you. Oh, no, are you okay? Think. Emotional yeah. cut? No, I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> uh, could someone please give me some paper towels? This is and for you, though. A coffin, because <laughs> I. But it's am, for you. <laughs> but I this did deep this for cut you. is for you, Damien, Ooh, It's all for you. Let's let's talk about the moment in which. Michael, Ben Wishaw's character, looks into his kids' faces and he says, you know what, you're right. My wife is not dead. She's with us in your smile mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in your eyes. And in your walk. And in your walk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember, <laughs> I thought, I, thought <laughs> I was like, one of the kids was like, fuck that shit. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? It's like, yo, you don't like me at all, dude. Yeah. So it's just like a beatbox. I, I love the idea. It's, right it's basically a beatbox. It's basically a beatbox. It's a line box. Because <laughs> what that was is like him panicking and going, yeah. oh my God, you don't look anything like her. Uh, you, you walk like her, I guess, maybe. It would have been so creepy if you just followed that. I was like, and you know how much I love to watch your mom walk. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching you walk away, John. I'm your dad. So, walk like your mom. So I think Talk in, like in your the, mom. I think Be the, your the mom way that me. that is like... Christmas is oh, wow. <laughs> Be your mom for me. <laughs> so that's that's if Mary Poppins did get together with Michael. That's if we ship that, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy Christ. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's really good. I think the way that scene is like Christmas is that's like a dad being like, I don't know what to get this kid because I don't understand them at all. Yeah. Like, because that could be a real problem. Yeah. And the important thing is not to try to give everybody the same present. It's just like, or maybe it is give them all the same present. Say, she's with me in all of you. And then just like leave it at that. Yeah. Like, don't try to like individualize it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Because that's a slippery slope. Well, he's like, <laughs> I, got, I got two small ones. The third will come. And the third will like, so I'll figure it out. It'll, it'll yeah. emerge. John, it'll emerge. Oh, yeah. You sometimes walk kind of like or like when she's tired and then you limp a little and bit. And then you all walk. Yeah. So, so I just. So, it's such a great. So the Christmas meaning you're well getting delivered to. Line. Oh, absolutely. So the Christmas meaning you're getting to is be more thoughtful in the greeting cards you give. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just like make sure that you're yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're thinking about the recipient and you're not just giving to give a gift. Yeah. Because I think that's what giving he was doing in that movie. <sighs> giving to give a gift. Not just giving to give a gift. <laughs> I think I'm not just giving to give a gift, sort, yeah. of, sort of focusing too much on I have to give everybody something and not thinking about the quality of the compliment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he really should have been more thoughtful. <laughs> All right, so let's rack up the true meanings of Christmas we've got so far. We've got uh, it's a people not a place. People not a place. Don't people gi- not a place. Don't mm-hmm. give to just give a gift. <laughs> uh, help those in need. Help those in need. Were there any other ones? Uh, it's uh, it's a good idea to be emotionally available to your family members. <laughs> oh, yes. sure, yeah. yeah. And help Even people if out. you're not necessarily a huge fan, it's nice to... Which kind of fits into people I think everybody's place, got their own problems. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's dealing with something, and it's, okay, yeah. and, and it's a good idea to help when you can. <laughs> if you can help, help. Yeah. If you can help, help. Don't, if you can help, help. Don't give just to give a gift. Don't give just to give, but if you can help, help. <laughs> That's not the worst. Just like Christmas. Honestly, as yeah. Christmas messages go, yeah. pretty good. Honestly, because I think too many people overextend themselves with the gift-giving aspect of it. Mm. We're just like, this isn't really actually meaning anything. No. You, this is more of an obligation than something yep. that's actually thoughtful Absolutely. and good. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. I mean, it, when people say it's the thought that counts, it's like, please don't spend too much. I don't want you to go broke. Yeah. Also you know? that. Yeah. It's yeah. a thought for your own bank account and well-being that counts. Yeah. Like, yeah. please. Yeah. Don't go broke. It's the T H O T T that counts. <laughs> I just like okay, because, so gonna, because if you're because gonna, it's <laughs> the it's the count from Sesame you, Street yeah, is see, a thought. That's where I was going. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yes. I was going for a Sesame Street character that was a thought, <laughs> and it's the count, and and it comes out, and everybody's like, "Hey, look, it's the thought that counts," <laughs> which is a fun joke, but also just mean to that character. It's and mean, I don't but like I love that. it so yeah. much. It's mean, but I love it is a great way of talking about triumph, the insult comic dog. Welcome to Contextual Deviance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this movie has Christmas uh, in its bones. It's actually impressive that Christmas isn't in this movie. Right. It's all summer. Like, there's no winter. Yep. But some, like, I just feel like they should have had a Christmas. Like, it's so Christmas. Yeah. It's British. It's about loving your family. It's so Christmas. But it doesn't, but it also doesn't carry the same baggage that Christmas movies do. That's true. Because yeah. Christmas movies, in addition to pretty much only being watchable at Christmas, mm-hmm. are uh, often very frustrating for people who yeah. don't like Christmas yeah. or for whom Christmas yeah. is yeah. A, a difficult time of year. Yes. Um, so having a movie that has all of the warmth and heart and yeah, messages of like a Christmas messages, movie yeah. without yeah. actually being a Christmas movie, yes. I think is a, I think it's a good choice. I love that. That's an important category too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I got one final idea for you. Okay. It's not about the meaning of Christmas necessarily, but what if somebody was trying to make a little, a little quick cash, a little mun mun, and they were like, what if we rename this movie Merry Christmas Returns and Mary Poppins was just Santa? How you, hard would it be to edit that? <laughs> you can feel free to put in the like right there. It wouldn't. That's okay. Like we don't need to talk about that because it's a the dumbest idea. I hope the sound of my headset and microphone hitting the table really picks the up the silence and everybody just the, the angry storm off. Really, yeah. it's, and it was it's, justified. I get it. It's a visual gag. It's a, it's a visual gag that I completely understand. I support and understand. You are heard and validated. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. It's a bad idea. It's a it's bad stupid. idea. Yeah. So don't do it. True, Disney. Disney, don't you don't do you, it? Don't you do it? Merry Disney, Christmas Disney. Returns. You've heard of Mary Poppins, but have you heard of Merry Christmas? <laughs> it's Merry, Merry Christmas and Eve, not Mary Adam Poppins and Steve. And Steve. Mary Poppins and Steve <laughs> Buscemi. I ship that. Yeah, me too. Let's go back. <laughs> I think we have done it. Yes. Yeah, I think In a right. very literal sense, we have 
talked about the movie Mary Poppins Returns through a series of critical contexts that we didn't know we were going to use in advance. It included such wonderful topics as if you had to pick a director with a distinct style and uh, remake it from them, or if they remade it, that makes more sense yeah. as, a, as a sentence. What what would that be like? And we picked three directors, two of which we actually like, yep. which was nice. It was just I, I'm just glad that now we have our Tom Hooper hate on record. Yes, <laughs> it has to be. It has to be recorded for posterity. So yes, yes. Um, uh, we also talked about context in which we shipped two characters. Oh yeah, we shipped it. Yeah, we shipped it. We sure shipped it. We sure shipped it. Oh wait, right. <laughs> we talked about. What the true meaning of Christmas, according to Mary Poppins, returns is. This is correct. And then we determined that we had also accidentally watched Die Hard. Yeah, our bad. Sorry, guys. Sometimes we we do that. that. (laughs) You know what what was really exciting? I remembered all four of those. Yeah, I did too. Me too. I don't know why, but this one felt very distinct. I think it's because we're sitting at a table instead of on couches. (laughs) Honestly, a possibility. It's it's very possible, yeah. David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Yes. I'm on a show called... The hypothetic cast. It's a show about about that sound uh, and what it means in the modern world. <laughs> and I'm on a show called The Fable Forge, <laughs> which is a show about that sound and what it means in the ancient world. <laughs> Those are my two plugs. Nailed it. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. And Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug? I am on Twitter at mbonbon. Uh, still mm-hmm. doing the retweet thing. Um, so many puppies. Yeah, so many puppies. Uh, quite a few of this last week, it felt like. Or maybe mm-hmm. I just hit favorite more than I retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, did not think about any sort of pop culture thing to leave people with this time sure. around, so we'll just kind of go on to what you have going on. Uh, <clears throat> haha. I have started making more of my playlists public because I started following... There's a couple subreddits that I've gotten really into that like are all about people who make playlists. Nice. And then people will be like, hey, does anyone have... Can anyone make me a playlist about this? And I'll be like... I already did. Take it. <laughs> I did it for me, and now it's also for you. And so if you look me up on Spotify uh, by the username Audio Suede, A-U-D-I-O-S-U-E-D-E, it's, uh, I've got a lot of different uh, playlists on there. They're very good. Thank you. Um, but uh, and, and my best 2019 playlist is over 60 tracks now. Beep, beep, beep. We're getting we're getting pretty far. <laughs> um, so it's it's getting good. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I, I don't think there's anything else for me to cover. But uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have a chance, um, I, I, I think we'd all appreciate it if uh, folks would leave us a review on, uh, well, it's not iTunes anymore, but on Apple Podcasts or um, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, if there mm-hmm. is a review function. It helps us a lot. Um, just send us some feedback and also to, um, to, to at least, okay, here's the trick that a lot of people don't like to talk about with reviews. It shows people who are looking for the show that people have listened to the show before. And so they're like, well, at least someone else has listened to this. Yeah. So I'm not like, you know, a weirdo. And reviews are the easiest way to do that. Um, so if, if you have a chance and you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. And that would be a huge help to us yes. uh, to help us continue to make these shows for you. This is episode 40, you guys. Yeah. This is our 40th 
episode. Oh, so we get kind of a bye week the after this episode. Yeah, this the, is gonna be another best of. Nice. Yep. Okay. Cool. Mm. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a nice rest <laughs> or um, a nice time to stack up. Yes. Stack. More, more of that. Let's yeah. More likely. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So thank you so much for listening, uh, David. Did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this oh, week? Baby boy, I sure do. <laughs> when does the moldy part oversee the experience? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!